Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, second hour. Glad that you uh, tuned in to us today because we're having a good time. Jimmy B and Trent, you can always join the program, 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700. You can always tweet at us. You can find me at Jimmy B Radio. That's at Jimmy B Radio. And I'm nice and easy at Trent Condon, C-O-N-D-O-N, where you can find me on the Twitter sphere. Yeah. A couple of uh, news and notes I want to get into. Okay. And want to start with something I've teased a couple of times, and... We've run out of time both times that I've well, brought it Well, it was up. just me blowing up the microphone. That's uh, all it was. Pretty standard. Pretty yeah. standard. <laughs> but, uh, Jimmy B., I was yeah. you know, thinking about the MVC mm-hmm. and where they turn. Yep. And it looks like there's maybe three front runners right now that the MVC is targeting. Belmont from Nashville. Yes. Good basketball program. Rick Bird's been there forever and a very good program mm-hmm. that has done a lot of good things in the NCAA tournament, got there a multitude of times. You got Valpo, we know about their history, and also Murray State, who is going through a, a bit of a difficult time right now. They are. The, they ra- took, the racers, right? They took a step back, the uh, former home of Steve Prome. Yes. Where he was beforehand. But So I got thinking, we've talked about, well, the Dakota schools, you know, going down that line of thinking, do they make a whole lot of sense? And I said, well, let's... Let's go a little bit beyond that. Let's open up and expand our horizons a little bit, all right? So after you get past that, we've heard UM Casey, Missouri at Kansas City, the Kangaroos, they play in an old gym, old, what, municipal arena. Not good. No. Not pretty, but hey, it's a market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a terrible basketball program. We get it. They've been banned forever. Mm -hmm. Nebraska-Omaha. Right, heard that. That's a second-rate basketball program. Not a Omaha's a big town, city, but come on. It's not New York City here. It's still Omaha. And what do they draw? A couple thousand a game. So you want a big city, right? And you want basketball brands. You want good basketball teams. If you're gonna make the MVC what it was, yes. more than anything, you got a good good teams. Okay. I'm I'm all ears. There is a basketball program that continues to garner headlines. A great student section. A wonderful facility, mm. and they've won a crap ton of games over the last four or five years. Okay. They play in a conference right now that is certainly not what it once was, the WAC. Are you going New Mexico? I am not going New Mexico. Wow. Because they don't play in the WAC. They play in the Mountain West. Oh, the Mountain West. Okay. I am talking about your boys with Dan Marley. Are you talking about Grand Canyon University Grand, in Phoenix, Arizona? Grand Canyon University. You're looking for a big marketplace? Boy, that's Check. A, yeah, four and a half million people. You're looking for a brand that is yeah. actually gaining traction? Yeah. Look at the people, the way they were talked to yeah. during the Final Four, during the three-point shootout when we saw mm-hmm. Naz Long and Peter Jack going to head-to-head. That student section was unbelievable. Nationally, people have been talking about this program for years. They're continuing their transition up. They are. They are spending money. Yes. Now, there are a lot of negatives, too. First, number one, travel. Very difficult. Well, it's a direct flight from it here is to a direct Phoenix. Flight, but we're not talking about the University I, of Iowa. I, I get Iowa you. State. I understand The perfectly. budgets at an MVC yes. program are much different okay. than them. 
buy cheap tickets, just don't fly United. Just don't, well, you might have to. <laughs> no, <laughs> might have to to get on the cheap. <laughs> See, go through and you think about all these members. Does Murray State get you excited? No. Does Southeast Missouri State? No. Nebraska, Omaha? No. No. But that one, Grand Valley, that's fun, right? Yeah. That's thinking outside of the box. They spend, trying to find the numbers here. Their basketball budget is very good. Very high. It is. And Dan Marley, as your head coach, Mm -hmm. is a high-profile guy. Owns about five or six really nice uh, sports bars in the uh, area, in the desert. They had almost 6,000 per game yes. attendance-wise last yes. year. Uh-huh. It's their, it's their uh, only major sport. Now, the other, and maybe for some, the biggest negative isn't the distance. Yes, It is that this is an institution that is for-profit. This isn't a private school like a Drake. This isn't a public school like Northern Iowa. This is a for-private for profit, excuse me, university. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess, and it's just a guess, but I think an educated guess, that school presidents probably look down upon a place like. For profit? For profit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, Gr- uh, Grand Crandy uh, University, not held in the best. Are you telling me you're their going through. academics are not what the snooty private schools think? Well, even the public schools. I just think. People in academia, in demia in general, yes. look down upon that. Okay. So that would be perhaps a difficult selling point. But it's off the board. It's wild. They spend money. Why not? If you're looking for brands, if you're looking for good basketball teams, Dan Marley has shown that he's building a dang good basketball team down there. Who's the kid that was there that was averaging over 20-something a game? And weren't they? didn't they finish like 25 and... Six or something. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. Yeah. They're still transitioning to D1. Yes. That's why they weren't eligible to play the last few years in the WAC tournament. Right. New Mexico State, remember who's in that conference, they were a longtime member of the Valley. Yeah. And I believe when they went to the Final Four back in the 70s, the Yankees were a member of the MVC back then. Sam Lacey was the star player for uh, New Mexico State at that time. A quick aside did you see Paul Weir? Former Hawkeye yes, assistant yes. coach. Get the job at New Mexico. He was at New Mexico State. We just mentioned him in passing during the yeah. basketball year. I think we we're just talking about conference tournaments. Said, oh, yeah, I'll watch a championship. Uh-huh. New Mexico State's in there because they got a former yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. And uh, he's jumping ship. Yeah. Leaving New Mexico State for New Mexico. Well, my Could guess... you imagine that happening here? Oh, if, if like McCaffrey came and coached at Iowa State? Or, yeah. Or vice versa. Right. Goes to Iowa. Oh, that'd be great. Could you imagine? That would. That would be the greatest thing for talk radio in this oh, town my. in a long time. It's cra- and ba- They're basketball crazy down there. And Weir did a very good job in yeah. his first season. I believe he was the uh, first coach since Lou Henson to take his first team to the NCAA tournament. New Mexico State's been a good program. New Mexico's been a good program. Mm-hmm. They love their basketball they down do. there. But just imagine that. 18,000 at the pit. Mm-hmm. And it's a nutty place to go to. And it is loud. Now... After, what, Alfred left and took the UCLA job, was it Craig Neal who got the gig? It was. Noodles. Yes. And then things didn't go. It went well for him like the first two years, and then Mm. he fell on hard times. Yeah, his son went through just, I mean, there were death threats. There was all kinds of crazy things. Oh, God, it was awful. Colin Neal finished up his career over. And and I love the story about the Alfreds and uh, Colin Neal. They played at different high schools. Really? Not enough shots to go around. That's great. That's great. Didn't want to play together. Oh, that's funny. I mean, can you imagine if, if Alfred would have stayed there and Neil would have stayed sure. with him? 
if the Alford boys went to say Iowa City West, yeah, and then Colin Neal went to Iowa City City High, how awesome that would have been! That would have been great. And that's what happened down there. That's great. There's some weird stuff going it, down in New Mexico. It, well, you got a coach going from New Mexico State to New Mexico. It's a different kind of state. You got coaches, me. kids that don't play on the same high school yeah. team. What a wild, wild place that's got to be. It's got great skiing though in Taos. And up by Santa Fe. Santa Fe's beautiful. I've never skied before. Oh. No. Okay. On my 37th year, as I begin it today. Never put skis on? Maybe I'll change it. Okay, Maybe good. you can get me on the slopes, Jimmy. All right. You going to give me it. a lesson? Yeah. Yeah. You think I you're te- a good teacher? I think so. Are yeah. you patient? Very. No, you're not. Yes, I am when it comes to things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not patient in, in my life, No. <laughs> But I am patient when I, like when I teach tennis, mm-hmm. I'm very patient. And if I teach uh, skiing to you, yeah, I, I'm just not going to put you on the skis and take you up to the top and just shove you off the cliff. <laughs> might be the <laughs> well, way to do might it. Might be the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, now, that, now that sounds more like a good idea. No, I would not do that to you. So I threw out your Grand Canyon. Yeah. A different idea. What else makes sense here? What else makes sense for the NBC? We all know that St. Louis is the team, but they aren't going to jump. We, they're not. They're, they're not going anywhere. It's a Jesuit institution. Yeah. And they're very much, and you see this, I mean, you look at Creighton, you look at the enrollment there, they do draw from the East Coast. Yeah. It is a place, and St. Louis University is the same way, and their connection to the Big East yes. and for St. Louis to the A-10, that's why it made a lot of sense for them, not just in terms of athletically, you're playing up in competition, but also just your school as a whole. Sure, sure. It's an ability to attract those East Coasters, and, and well, maybe you can't get into the school you want close to home, but mm-hmm. you can still get a Jesuit ed- education, a very good one, and you can do it in a, a big city like an Omaha, like a St. Louis, things like that, and that's a selling point. Yeah, I was looking at St. Louis, and uh, I found a list here. I, I want to give uh, attribution correctly. This comes from the Golden Tribune Star Todd Aaron is the guy's name, and he has everything listed, uh, all the schools, what their basketball expenses are. Okay. How much they basically pay for basketball. Sure. Also, their attendance along with it. So at the top, the schools that we've talked about. Murray State, $2.2 million is what they spend. Average attendance, about 3200 a game last yeah. year. Uh, you go through North Dakota State, $1.4 million, about 2700 uh, attendance-wise. South Dakota State on the lower end, $1.4 million. Also, attendance 2,700 there. So you just kind of, you get scrolling through all these different lists, all these different names. What about a return call to New Mexico State? If you're going to go the route that I talked about in Grand Canyon University, get them a travel partner. You go down there and you play a a Thursday, Saturday. You play one night in New Mexico State. The next time, two nights later, you play to cut down on those travel costs. Could could that be something? Okay, you mentioned about travel and mm-hmm. about travel costs remember i told you direct flights to phoenix yep okay that's not the case for new mexico state they're they did in, it in the 70s they're in, they're in beautiful las cruces new mexico but they did it in the 70s why can't they do it today i understand that but as i mentioned earlier on my tirade about united airlines and how they suck there were like 25 different airlines at that time well so you academic had, you had options of of travel and here's the problem you have to fly into El Paso, get on the bus, and then drive about an hour up to Las Cruces, 
and then play the game, get on the bus, drive back an hour, get on the flight, and leave. And there's nothing around there. In other words, if you brought them in, I, I get your where you're going here. You could go to Phoenix, mm-hmm. play there, and then go Phoenix to El Paso, and then go up to Las Cruces is what you're saying. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not an easy place to get to. Now, they do have a very nice campus, and they have a nice arena to play in. And they spend. And they spend. If so you, if you're gonna go the route of my crazy theory and idea of Grand Grand Canyon, yeah. I think you gotta have a partner to go with it. There you go. Bring them in, bring those two together. Add Valpo, there's your twelve. There's your twelve. Two new markets, so a market that has been involved in the past with New Mexico State. Both sunshine markets, by the yeah. way, in the dead of winter. Absolutely. You might get a little fan base if you put trips together who yeah. might go with you. Yeah, that couldn't be bad. You get a you know get a couple hundred people to go with you on those trips. There you go. You can make you, a little money doing that. What does the Valley play? Do they play Thursday, Saturdays? Do you know right off the top of your head? Or Wednesday, Thursday? Do it's they? all over the place. Oh, it is? They yep. don't have like a standard like? No. Okay. And, and anymore with TV, nobody really does. Anymore. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Yeah, back in the day, I remember growing up in the 80s in the Big Ten, it was Thursday, Saturday. Yes. You played Thursday, Saturday, and yeah. you also had a travel partner. Right, right. You right. go and play the Michigan schools. Yeah. Or you go up and you play Minnesota and Wisconsin both on the road. Mm-hmm. There's a way, and these are just some maybe cockamamie ideas, well, but just some ideas for the MVP. Here's my thought. Because Doug Elgin's listening right now, well, if sure, you didn't know. Well, he should be dialed into this program. Well, of course. I have good ideas. Hey, Doug, here's a great deal. If you decide to take Grand Canyon and New Mexico State, you put together a four-day trip. Thursday, you fly everybody, play the game Thursday night, Friday and Saturday... You have golf for the fans that go on the trip. Okay. Saturday evening, you fly to El Paso, bus up the Las Cruces, play Sunday afternoon, fly everybody then out of El Paso back home. Works for me. Perfect. And you get days of golf in. That's what you like. One of the names on this list that kind of surprised me, another big metro era area, is uh, if you watched any of the Frozen Four over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Buffalo? No. What are you talking about? Wasn't the Frozen Four in Buffalo? No. I thought it was. Chicago. Oh, I missed that just by uh, just by a half a yard. A couple thousand miles. I guess, it, I guess I was looking at, maybe I was watching the Sabres game, and they're so pathetic, I thought it was a college game. Wow. <laughs> no, the Frozen Four last weekend. Yes. Denver brought home the championship. They did. They're second, I believe, in the last 15 years or so. Beat Duluth, Minnesota. Minnesota Duluth. That's what I said. <laughs> they didn't beat the city. They beat the university. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Another quick aside of that. Now, now you just this popped into oh. my head right when you said it. So I'm watching the Twins game. Okay. Against the White Sox Friday night. Yeah. And uh, they keep showing these uh, guys wearing their Minnesota Duluth hockey sweaters. Sure. Now they're sitting there having a good time. They cut to them again, and the guys are playing cups <laughs> on the edge of the dugout. You know where you chug your beer and yeah. you got to flip it over? Yeah. They're playing cups there during the middle of the ball game. A TV <laughs> kept showing these goobers. Oh, how great was that? Back to what Back I was talking about. Back to your about. point, okay. <laughs> the University of Denver. Yes. I was surprised as you go through a lot of these athletic budgets and what they spend in basketball. Mm-hmm. University of Denver spends over $3.3 million a year in hoops. Attendance-wise, is not very good. Are they in the Sun Belt? They are now in the Summit League. 
Oh, they switched. They used they were yeah, for they a short were, time. They, they were for yep. a short time in the Sun Belt. Yep. Yeah. But a traditional, very good hockey program. They are, yes. It's in a city. Yes. There aren't any other college sports in the city. Now, Colorado, Colorado State, we understand they're bigger there yes. than Denver. Again, if you're looking, though, for a marketplace that could make sense and you're trying to think out a little bit, another, if you look west, and they have money there, they spend money at Denver, a possible place to go. And it's a lot closer. Yes. Than going to Albuquerque, or not Albuquerque, to uh, El Las Paso. Cruces. Yeah, and then yeah. Las Cruces, and then going to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Just another idea. Just for another you. idea. But do you think? Look, I I got Doug Elgin here on speed dial. I'll okay. call him during the break. Good, good. See what he has to say about some of these ideas. I think Grand Canyon's the home run. I hey, I'd be down for that. Well, you're not going. Well, I'd go on one of those trips. <laughs> we know that. We know that. Yeah. Just some out of bounds thinking here, though, on a on a lazy Tuesday afternoon. Thinking about the MVC. Coming up on the other side, about 135, we're going to welcome in John Arguello. We'll be talking Cubs with him. The banner-raising ceremony, we'll get into that. Saw some interesting numbers, though, taking a look forward to Big Ten football next hmm. year, where some uh, predictive measures have the Hawkeyes and might not be as good as many people think. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that next year, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Bolton and Hay invite you to join them for their annual spring sale and knife sharpening event on Saturday, April 22nd from 9 a.m. to noon. All proceeds from knife sharpening will benefit A. Heinz 57 Pet Rescue and Transport. Meet the furry friends looking for forever homes and enjoy great discounts on commercial quality kitchen supplies on Saturday, April 22nd, 9 a.m. to noon at Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware Avenue in Des Moines. Bolton and Hay, they can really make you cook. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. 
He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, John Arguello, the Cubs Den, coming up in a little bit um, as we keep an eye on Major League Baseball. Right now, Trent's uh, Twins are playing in Detroit. Looks like what? Uh, top five and no score? Yeah, no score there as Byron Buxton saunters to the plate. He uh, has got off to a rough start this year. And uh was reading something mm-hmm. after... We talked about what a great September he had last year. Yes. Ben called up a couple of times. He was 
I mean, he was the pro- he was the prospect of baseball, right? Number one ranked yes. Baseball America, ESPN, wherever you looked, it was Byron Buxton. He was at the top, and it didn't develop first couple of times. He had a hand injury after his first time that he came up last year, and you're kind of left wondering. He goes down to AAA, he mashes. Mm-hmm. Now there's nothing that he has left to prove. But he couldn't do it at the major league level. Well, finally, last September, he did. Uh-huh. Nobody is watching because the Twins were on their way to yeah, they were, 103 losses. It was, they were awful. But he was absolutely mashing. It felt good coming into this year. And then Paul Molitor made the decision. Buxton had mentioned that he does like batting third in the order. Mm-hmm. Feels comfortable in that position and put him in that spot. Even with that good September, maybe a little bit too much pressure maybe put on him because he's gotten off to an awful start. And the other part that's baffling, I, I saw this today, he changed up the approach that he had, at least in terms of hand positioning, than what he had last September when he was hitting the ball well. Doesn't make a lick of sense. You you finally got things figured yeah, out. Yeah, you get in a groove. Yeah. Why are you changing it? But he did something in the offseason. Now his hands are higher when he's up there at the plate, and the struggles continue on. He's swinging at everything, too. Huh. That's why would you make that? I look, baseball players are famous though for tinkering, always tweaking, always trying to tinker in the box to do something, and a breaking ball just struck him out looking. Boy, he was frozen on that pitch. the The thing that gets me is if you get something, Trent, and and you've been struggling, and then all of a sudden you find a month where things are all working for you. Why would you change then? I could see if you were struggling, right, right. then you'd really start to tinker with your swing and your stance and your positioning in the batter's box, all of that. But why the heck would you do that when you had a good month of September? That doesn't make any sense. Wow. I, I just, that, that's, that's not right. Somebody's giving them some bad advice. I, Who's the hitting coach? Well, the hitting coach has, I, I think, done a good job with this group, too. It's... I think it's him because the other thing is Miguel Sano, who struggled last season, at least for what he did the year before as a rookie, Mm -hmm. he lowered his hand position. So you got one guy lowering. The other guy raising. You got another guy raising. (laughs) He's hitting terrible. Keep your hands down, Byron Buxton. Keep your hands down. Oh, baseball. Let's get into some baseball, Jimmy B. All right, go for it. So, all right, the Cubs are good. Yeah. We knew that. We knew that. We got John Arguello coming in. We'll talk about the team. Yeah, game good. last night. Yeah, yep. fun game last night. Had to wait a long time. My wife was very interested in the uh, the banner raising. She's a quote-unquote Cubs fan. Okay. She doesn't like baseball, but <laughs> she's a Cubs fan. Another thing. She was at Wrigley last year, at least in Wrigleyville, during the World Series. Oh, okay. She was there for a conference, and... I got done early, decided to head down there and drink some beers. Went down to the Cubby Bear? Okay. Hung out down there. Yeah. But, yeah, she, but she, was, she was interested in that. I wonder uh, what the TV ratings would have been if it would have happened, you know, at 620 when they were supposed to do it. Sure. Supposed to, after the long rain delay. It actually worked out well because we were doing our taxes last night. <laughs> it worked so, out, so for Trent Conlon, it, it worked, worked, it worked, worked really out well. well. But I'm going to guess <laughs> there weren't a ton of people outside of the diehards that are going to stick around two hours yeah. to see the banner race no. on TV. No. But it was a cool moment. I, th- I thought they did a great I job. I thought they that. did a great job. I loved it when the players were out in the outfield and everybody took a turn at uh, sending the flag up the flagpole. So, I, look, that's... That's fun, and then they years in the meeting. and then they ran around on the field with mm-hmm. the trophy. That was fun. Uh, what did you think of Rizzo coming out 
with the World Series trophy. Mm-hmm. And it was him. I mean, all all his teammates were surrounding him, but he was the guy that carried the whole way. I thought he was going to maybe hand it Pass off. Pass it off yeah. like they do the Stanley Cup? Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not going to give you some stupid hot take about no, I get Anthony it. Rizzo only cares about himself. No, no, no. no. But, uh, I mean, it, it does make sense, though, because he was really the first of this group that came through. He was the one that went through the losing early on. Yes. In the time, Ken told me when you were killing uh, Jed and Theo at the time. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Killing him for robbing everybody's money. Said it was never going to work. Eh, it worked. It worked, Jimmy B. But, so I do understand a little bit, but I guess I was just a little bit surprised about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They hand it off. I thought... Here's Lester, here's area, you know? Yeah, yeah, at least... But it was also a cool moment, too. Yeah, maybe four or five guys that yeah. would have at least had their hands on it as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe they thought that if they did that, it might get out of hand, so they just left it in his hands. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Who, who knows? I don't think it's... I, I don't think it's anything to get excited about, but... After you win the Stanley Cup, that's a great tradition. Each guy gets a chance to skate around the ice holding the cup. Who knows? Who knows what the thought process was? Still, it was uh, it was done well. It was just done two hours late, that's all. Let's run through here. Okay. American League East. Yeah. We both thought the Red Sox were uh, pretty big favorites. I told you I like Baltimore. Yeah. That was one of my playoff teams. They're off to a good start. I don't know how they do it. You look at the roster. Oh, kind of. I don't like this. I don't like that. But Buck Showalter, that guy is a great man. He's a terrific. Even after last year yeah. and the usage of the bullpen, yeah, you got the best closer in the game. And you don't go to him, and you don't win the game, and you lose to Toronto. Still, with that, that he's guy a, over one sixty-two, he gives you a big. Advantage. He's really a good manager. He, but Boston's he really been is. so dinged up. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to overreact to them sitting at three and three. They haven't been healthy. They have the flu epidemic going through mm-hmm. the clubhouse. Yep. The radio guys, the TV guys, everybody, everybody's, everybody's got it. Everybody, when the broadcasters have it, it's really bad. I still think Boston going to win that division. I do too. Central Cleveland after that great start where they looked unbelievably good, kind of hit the skids over the weekend. No concerns for me. You? No. No, nothing there. Uh, out west, a uh, little bit different. Uh, we both like Houston to win the division. Yes. Nothing's changed there. No, the Angels no, I are off changed. to a good start. You they buying are, that at all? Uh, I'd like to see them competitive. I'm sick and tired of having uh, the Angels out of it by May, so I would like to see them competitive. Uh, they're five and two right now, so um, I, I still think it's going to come down to Houston, Texas. Yeah, a lot of people still like Seattle. Right, right. Uh, they're off to a slow start, but look, it's they've played eight games. Come yeah. on, let's go. Just to be honest here. Uh, so I, I, I guess you're I, holding steady there. No I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to get off of the Astros. I'm not going to do that. The twins off to a good start. Neither of us are really buying it. Though. No, we're not buying it. No, not a whole lot of staying power there. Let's jump over to the National League. Uh, the East is kind of all gobbled up there. Atlanta's yeah. off to a terrible start, but not nervous about the Nationals. Who who was it that we had on the show that said I'm taking Atlanta to be the wild card? Who was that? Do you remember that? Who? <laughs> I said, what? Not a good start what? to that. <laughs> yeah. The Cubs are good. We knew. Yeah. Uh, Red's off to a surprising start. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. No. I still think it's uh, it's the Cubs and then St. Louis and Pittsburgh fight it out for second in the Cardinals Central. Cardinals are 2-5. and five. Yeah. Concerned? No. Uh, you're not? No. 
I was hopeful that they could keep it interesting. I'm not even hopeful about that anymore here on April 11th. Yeah. This is the Cubs in a runaway. I, I don't even know if the Cardinals are going to be close to playoff contention. They Really? That bullpen has been bad. It, it has been bad. It's been By the way, really uh, Twins update. Uh, see you. Wouldn't want to be a two-run jack for uh, Detroit. Hector, Santiago he, split the plate with a fastball. Yeah, it's gone. Turned over 2 nothing. Tigers with ex, the lead. Ex, ex, exit velocity, 0. <laughs> 0.3 seconds. <laughs> that's, that's not how you measure exit velocity, Jimmy B. I've told you this. We'll get you back acclimated All right. to the exit yeah, velocity good. I'm as good the season goes on. And then out west, uh, both Colorado and Arizona off to pretty good starts. I did have Colorado as my wild you do. card team. Yeah. So I'll give you credit for that. Feel good about that. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers just, sitting at 500. I'm still, be good. Not, I'm still not going off the Giants Dodgers. probably be there as yeah. well. So, yeah. yeah, I mean... I think we've done a good job of not overreacting to what we've seen mm-hmm. to this point. Now, when you get three, four weeks in, I think you can make more all-encompassing kind of ideas and thoughts about teams. But at this point, eh. about a th- I, it's I, a seven-game stretch at the beginning of the year. This thing was happening in June, and all these different records are happening. Yeah. You wouldn't bat it either. No, no. Who went the... Uh... Was it uh, Meyer that uh, went for the cycle last night in Colorado? I believe it was. Will Meyer. Will yeah. Meyer, Yeah. Good for him. San Diego Padres, second yeah. in Padres history. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, the Padres. Oh, boy, the Padres. <laughs> Beautiful ballpark. Yep. Love, love the city. <laughs> Not a lot of great baseball. Though. All right, when we come back, uh, John Arguello will join us, the Cubs Den. All of your Cubs questions will be answered. I'm going to ask him, even though I was told not to by Seth, I'm going to ask him about those nutty Dodger fans out in the rooftop seats. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest, and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 63017. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot. 
And right now, you can save up to 35% on appliances, like the Whirlpool Stainless Steel French Door Refrigerator. With its AccuChill temperature management system and full-width pantry, it keeps food at the correct temperature. And during Spring Black Friday, it's a special buy at just $998, over $700 in savings. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details valid through April 12th. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we continue to roll all the way till 3. Uh, Randy Wayofer of the iCubs, they open up tonight, will be our guest at 2 o'clock. But right now, John Arguello from the Cubs Den is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, John. Hello, how are you? We're doing great, bud. Thank you, thank you. Did you get enough sleep after the uh, ceremony and game was delayed two hours last night? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm lucky to be on Arizona time, so it was it wasn't as bad for me, and uh, I was just so pumped for the whole thing that I didn't even feel it. I wasn't even tired until about uh, 20 minutes until after the last out, and then I think I just talked out after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Uh, hey, uh, we had a conversation, and I wanted, I was waiting for you to come on so I could ask you this, since you are in uh, in the Phoenix area about minor league baseball and what a money maker now minor league baseball is it used to be john a lost leader and the only really faction that made money was the was the big club and it had to support everything else now minor league baseball really contributes to the bottom line it really is amazing it's so different 
And I've been a fan of the minor leagues, like since I was a kid. I, I just, you know, I, I just love the whole idea of of developing these kids and, and watching them become major leaguers. But um, they have become their own entity. They they do their own promotions. They have, uh, you know, their own general managers who makes business decisions, and they really attracted crowds. I mean, we don't think King County. They, their stadium was full or near full almost. Or I'm mean, sorry, we didn't live there, but we when we lived in Chicago, we used to go there uh, for the games, and they would just about fill out every game, especially on the weekends and holidays. And um, it's yeah, they're they're thriving, and I think a lot of the attention that's uh, that goes to it now with prospect writers. I myself write a lot about the prospects, but places like Baseball America and ESPN, they they really brought these prospects to light. Now a lot of people want to go go see them early on, and it's. It's a lot cheaper. You get great seats. I mean, it's it's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun to see those young guys as they're developing up. We're lucky here in our market that we get to see the uh, guys right before they make that final leap up to the major leagues. And uh, John, we saw a lot of the guys in their infancy going up to the major leagues here in Des Moines and capturing the World Series a year ago. Take us through your thought process as a longtime Cubs fan. What you saw last night with the banner ceremony, uh, as a non-fan, I thought it was so cool what they did with the players out there mm-hmm. raising the banner, being amongst the fans. Your thoughts from last night? Yeah, it was it was really emotional. It was just really kind of fun to relive all of that again. And then they win this World Series. They win it on the road all off season. You know, they, they haven't been at home yet. They haven't had a chance to to celebrate it with the fans who have waited so long for this, you know, and, and just to come home in that atmosphere, the people waiting through the rain, you know, there goes the rain again, it was appropriate. And, um, yep. so they had to, yeah. And then, and then people were there, they got to walk right through the crowd. They got to walk through with, with a trophy in their head and, and actually raise the banners. And I mean, that was just, it was just a great moment because it was, you know, I mean, we, it, it wasn't too different from what you, in terms of the ceremony itself, what like most teams do, but, the fact that it's the Cubs and it's the first time that any of us have ever got a chance to experience this on such a, a personal level. You know, it had to be for the hardcore Cubs fan. It just had to be something so special. Um, well, then you get to the game and you get a pretty good pitcher's battle and you get a little uh, entertainment with some uh, with some hitting. And then you get the walk-off with Rizzo last night. A fitting way for that game to end, fair? Oh, yeah. It's like the whole thing was theater from the very beginning. Like I said, from the rain delay to the ceremony to the back and forth of the game. I mean, these are two really good teams, and a lot of people think they're the best, two best teams in the National League. It's not all of baseball. So um, the matchup was great to begin with. And then you have that, that great ending that, that uh, Anthony Rizzo going to left field against perhaps the best closer in the game. It's between him and him and Chapman probably and Miller. So um, that was um, about as good as you could get. You probably couldn't plan it out any better. Great game. Went down to the wire. The long rain delay, how much uh, did that impact? It didn't impact you because you're out there he's, in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. You're in good shape. He's, but, at, uh, the, he's at the pool. Well, we saw, we saw a lot of people <laughs> start to scatter away as that game went on. It turned into a late night. I guess maybe the one negative of last night would be the rain delay and, and how it impacted the base. Yeah, it's, it's hard to blame the fans. I mean, as much as they want to be there – and I know a lot of them were there mostly for the ceremony, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of them wound up leaving late. But, you know, I've always said some of the coldest days in my entire life were April's in Wrigley Field. It's just <laughs> so 
cold. It's like I don't, you know. There's this, you know, in Chicago. There's when it's that cold dampness. It just seems to get into your bones, and once it's there, you just can't get rid of it. It's uh, and that's kind of how it is in April. And, and it really feels that right off the lake. It just seems even worse. So it just really once you get cold, it's really hard to get warm again. And uh, you know, I, I, those fans stuck it through. That's amazing. I mean, that's a lot of dedication because I'm not sure I could have done that. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been me either. But I'm telling you, I would have been in the press box where I could stay warm. <laughs> uh, John, let's get to the team itself. And look, it's the team that we saw last year pretty much. Uh, now that Schwarber's back, I saw some people complaining on Twitter that they took Schwarber out uh, for defensive purposes. Then the game got tied, and they were really complaining that they took the bat out of the lineup. What's what? What's Joe Madden doing? Are these people whacked? What? what <laughs> he knows what the hell he's doing, and we're only yeah, he, we're only six or seven <laughs> games into the season. You would think winning a World Series would have cured us of all that yes, anxiety. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that the manager has won two hundred games, regular season games, over the last in his two years here. Uh, averaged 100 games, 100 wins, then wins the World Series, comes from behind in a, against the Dodgers and the Indians. And you would think that at this point, you know, we could learn to just kind of relax and let things play out because the Cubs are good and they're going to, and Joe Maddon's good and, and he knows what he's doing. And, and more times than not, it may not work every time, but when you've got all those things going for you, it's going to work out more often than it doesn't. So, um, for me, I'm a pretty laid-back guy. I stay pretty relaxed, uh, but I do uh, sometimes watch the carnage on things like Twitter about all those kind of things. Yeah, John Arguello from the Cubs Den, part of Chicago, now with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. All right, John, uh, one of the big surprises for a lot of people has been the play of Jason Hayward at the plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, has come up with some big hits, had uh, one taken away from him Sunday against Milwaukee and a great play out in the outfield, but... It looks like uh, everything that he did and all the work that he put in throughout the winter months have really come to fruition here in the early part. Are we overstepping a little bit, or should there be real excitement about the play of Hayward right now? I think it's you know maybe a little bit of both. I think you know it takes a while, you know, and I, and I think we talked about a little bit about this earlier when he was first. Uh, we were first talking about him retooling a swing. That it, it takes a while to kind of relearn, get that muscle memory to where it's natural, the swing is natural, he's not thinking about it, because you don't want to be thinking too much about anything when you're in the batter's box, because everything happens so fast, the ball's coming at you so fast, and they're going to change speeds, they're going to keep you off balance, they're going to throw off your timing, so you really don't want to be thinking too much, and I think maybe that's where he was a lot early in the spring, that we saw moments where it did seem to click for him, um, and and now we're certainly seeing here in the beginning of the, uh, of the season that, that game where he he was robbed of the home run that you spoke of, he, he, I think he had two or three hits that game, but he had five all, all on the button. So it wasn't like, you know, it was just a, a hit here and there. I mean, he really seems to have figured it out. At the same time, you know, I don't want to think that it's, he's totally there yet. I, I think that there are going to be times where maybe he falls into that slump again and the key is going to be can he get back out of it. And I think he will. I, I think it's just, you know, one of those things where, when you're learning something new, it, it, it can tend to go into plateaus, right? You, you you make that improvement, and it stalls a little bit. Uh, you kind of make the adjustment, then you make another improvement, and it just kind of goes up like that. 
uh, it, it, it sort of steps. So I think what we'll see is, is uh, the Hayward we were expecting by the middle of the year uh, and, and certainly through the end and, and hopefully through the playoffs. But uh, no, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he went into a slump or two, but I think he's going to get out of it anyway. I think he's, I think he's on track now. Uh, John Arguello is our guest from the Cubs Den on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. John, take me to Contreras behind the plate. Uh, he made a play where it was a short tapper out toward the mound, and even the announcer said, we're talking about his quickness to get out to the ball, that the pitcher didn't even go for it because they knew that Contreras was going to be on it like a jackrabbit, and then with a great arm, fire to first and get the out. He's just an unbelievable athlete and catcher, and and you know what? I'm not I'm not surprised at all, uh, only because I am down here in Arizona, and even before I lived here, I used to come here and visit. And I remember one of the first things that I uh, remember here, and they were still at, uh, at the Fitch um, Park at the time, was they had these catcher drills, and you know the catchers are doing their fundamentals and everything. And then there's this one catcher who's just bursting out of the out of his crouch out of his crouch and. Uh, and just getting to the ball in a hurry and just firing into all the bases. And he's playing, he's doing these infield drills like it's game seven of the World Series. And, and, and I didn't even know who it was back then. And I had to ask the coach, and he just kind of smiled, and he said, that's Wilson Contreras. And uh, he was so raw back then, but you could see the athleticism. And, and you, you know, see him then, he couldn't help what if. You know, what if he just kind of figures this all out and figures out how to play? I mean, that's just an uncommon athlete behind the plate. You just don't see that. And uh, I don't know if there's another catcher in, in, in baseball that makes that play. Um, you know, maybe Otter Milena in his youth, but uh, I don't know if there's one today that could make that play. All right. Uh, with that, the banner-raising ceremony last night, off day today, and then, John, tomorrow night it'll be the ring ceremony. We've heard uh, uh, Madden talk a little bit about he likes the banner raising more than the ring moment, but how about tomorrow night, what you expect to see in the 108 diamonds inside these new rings? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's a nice little touch, and, it, and it's really nice, and I know the Cubs have, they've really, I mean, it's not the same ring for everybody, but they've given rings to just about anybody who had any kind of participation, uh, you know, the, the workers, right down to the clubhouse workers, and uh, and, and everybody's getting to, to share that moment. So I think that's what makes that moment special. Um, the one that, the thing about the banners, maybe, that, that Matt and said is a little, is because you get to share that with the actual fans. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody is involved in that, and, and everybody feels the emotion. But I think this one is more about the Cubs and the players and, and everybody who did what they did to get the organization where it was. And, and it's still going to be really great. And because as fans, we're really, you know, thankful for for all of that because it's it's just completely changed our lives. It's it's uh, you know we have a new perspective as Cub fans and and um, and it's all because of these guys and we believe they deserve every bit of it. So it's going to be really nice to see them. I, I don't know if it'll have the same emotion, but uh, but it's certainly going to be uh, uh, one that I'm going to be watching and and uh, and probably tweeting about it as like I did last time. So. Always good to catch up with you, John. Enjoy the season. I know that you'll be on with us quite a lot uh, from now until we get in even to the playoffs in October. Thank you, pal. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. You got it. John Arguello, it's a great read if you're a Cubs fan. It's just called The Cubs Den. Good stuff out of him on the Draft House 50 hotline. So there is no Cubs game today or tonight. Right. But there are Iowa Cubs game. There is. The whole opener. 
And they got a decent night to play, it looks like, too. Yeah, Mr. Uh, we go over to the Jimmy B. Weather Desk. Yes. What do we got coming up this evening, uh, It's going to be a, a little bit chilly. You're going to need a coat. But other than that, the wind is not up and blowing. It should be relatively clear skies. And it should be a nice night for baseball. First pitch, I think, is like 638 for the I-Cubs this evening at Principal Park. Which brings us to our next guest coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, longtime broadcaster Randy Wayofer will be our guest as he gets ready for the iCubs home opener. And here's an interesting thing, too, we're going to talk to Randy about, is that he was invited out to spring training and did some uh, Cubs baseball on radio. Mm-hmm. So we'll ask him how that experience was and uh, just kind of calling the guys who came through Des Moines and now are playing on the big club. And he got a chance to call their names again. Yeah, and uh, with that, we'll ask him about some of the young guys that have got off to good starts. Names to to know. You know, it's it's a deep team right now. Mm -hmm. You know, a guy like Ian Happ that we've talked about before, this is a guy that normally, most rosters, he'd be in the major leagues right now. Not room. No. There's not room. They don't have a spot. And with the depth of the team, and, you know, we saw this last year with Vogelbach. Now, there's a lot of organizations that would love to have the kind of depth. This isn't, and that's what's so great about this Cubs team. It wasn't a one-year blip. Uh-huh. It wasn't that it was all culminating to this point. You had a lot of veterans that built to this point. This is a young group, and this is a young group that has a lot of guys behind them. I mean, mm-hmm. The future, I'm sorry, Cardinal fans, it is very bright in Chicago. It is. It is. a lot. Yeah. We'll get some more of those names coming up with Randy Wayhofer on the other side. Talk some iCubs baseball coming up and also – Told you, I got some uh, surprising numbers in the Big Ten. We'll see if we got time for that. If okay. not today, we certainly will get to it tomorrow. Sounds good to about me. Iowa, but uh, spring football going on, a lot happening there. We got Adam Kramer that'll be stopping by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Excited to talk with him a lot. College football, hey, it's a time where we can at least hit it, and it's relevant during spring practice. We got to hit football when we can, Jimmy. You got it. Uh, we're coming right back, and Randy will be our guest after we get through our next commercial break here at the top of the hour. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker, seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred K B G G is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC, noon to three. Sports talk that rocks. Seventeen hundred K B G G. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. 
This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands the people who design engineer and build ford vehicles never rest and neither do the specialists who service them no one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them after all no one knows your ford better than ford and ford service now get a 50 dollars rebate by mail on any motorcraft brake service when you use the ford service credit card subject to credit approval taxes extra rebate by prepaid debit card pads or shoes on most vehicles one axle exclusions apply see your participating ford dealer for rebate details through 63017 welcome to staples staples guy i need some things for the office but money is tight well now at staples we're celebrating hp savings month you'll find big savings on great hp products all month long save big on hp how big right now get up to 180 dollars off select hp laser jet printers whoa Mind blown. You're the third one this week. Now, during HP Savings Month at Staples, get up to $180 off select HP LaserJet printers and get legendary HP quality. It's your easiest business decision. Ends 41517. See store staples.com slash HP month for details. Restrictions may apply. At Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready for the job, ready with supplies, ready to get to work. During the Ready to Restock event at Lowe's, pro customers should get ready to save big with 10% off in-stock wood decking and 20% off select Quick Creek concrete mixes when you buy in bulk. Plus, save 15% on Sika products, including concrete patch and mortar fix. Visit Lowe'sforPros.com for details. Selection varies by location. Minimum purchase required for concrete discount, U.S. only. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached 